Good morning! It may not be morning when you're listening to this, but honestly, fuck you for putting the concept of time onto a pre-recorded podcast. This is Talk Good, a podcast of sorts. You know what that is, I won't go into much detail. It's all right there in the title. On this episode, I'm joined by my co-pilot of love, Corey Faust. Corey. Hi. How are you? Oh, hi, I'm good. Oh, there we go. Red, unfortunately, couldn't be here today as he's training for a marathon to run through my mind all day. Instead, (laughs) we're joined by a very special guest, co-founder of the Eiffel Tower, not sure if that's the monument or the sex position, Scotty Sebelia. How are you, sir? I'm great, Brandon. Thanks. Uh, It's actually both. It's... Wow. Yeah, a lot of structural engineering went into the uh, Eiffel Tower sex position. So we just used a lot of that concept in the actual building structure. (laughs) Well, thank you for being a part of the show today. It's it's an honor to have you on. (laughs) To answer the rumors from the last episode, yes, my voice does resonate at the same frequency as your mom's vibrator. (laughs) Welcome to Talk get into it um yes obviously we we do have a special guest on here today so mr sebelia please tell us a little bit about yourself why you're here on on just earth not on the podcast or anything why are you here specifically on this planet go uh that that's a question i've uh i've thought about a lot and um and i still don't have an answer uh so (laughs) i i have uh been doing construction work like framing engineering things like that uh so the Eiffel Tower joke was kind of hitting home for me. That that's in my See, neck. yeah. That's what we do here. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, no. Thank you for playing to me because if you did any other structure, I'd have been lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm also, um, you know, friends with Corey for a long time, and he moved out to Kansas, and we've been talking about hanging out forever. And uh, he said, "Come down this weekend." And I said, "Okay," and he was like, "Wait, really?" <laughs> kind of called me on my bluff. I was yeah. like, "Oh wait, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> not ready for." Well, I think it. I think it's literally been since the first episode of the last podcast that we did. We've been trying to get you on, and I think that was what three, four years ago. When <laughs> it was feels that? like it at this Jesus. point. Yeah, it feels you know, like it. I, I've moved so many times since then, and nowhere closer to being on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it took you flying out from California to be on this podcast. <laughs> That you could have just Skyped in on, but, you know. <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're com- no. computers, I, I, I build things. I don't work on computers, and that's more your thing. Um, I helped you hung your TV when I came out. That's like... You did. Yeah. The TV's on the wall, and I need to get out of here before it falls off the wall. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. no, I, I, yeah. I did a good, good job, but just not like a permanent good job. <laughs> there you go, folks. Hire Scotty Sebelia. He'll kind of put things in the correct way it's supposed to be. Good. Yeah, for a little bit. All right. Yeah. No, <laughs> for a little bit. That's all you need it to. You don't need something permanent. Life, Nothing's permanent life in this life. Life itself is impermanent. That's so, what see? I was I was going for the bigger picture here, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't You want... were going for the existential uh, installation. <laughs> He's an existential of... carpenter. That's that's actually a really cool way of saying what I do. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on a card. <laughs> like, so you're, Look, so we... you're Jesus. 
So you're so you're yeah, just pretty Jesus. much. Well, I, I, I was going to say tools. we aim for a hundred percent, but we're not going to hit it every time. Yeah, you know that's that's an existentialist. It's more like homeopathic versus like uh, Western medicine. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like some people use nails and hammers and shit, and uh, <laughs> I just you know use good intentions. Yeah, <laughs> I use I usually just kind of meditate over your. Uh, Ikea Well, I mean, <laughs> over the things that are going to stop your house from falling down, but I'll meditate over them and concentrate on them for a long time. A lot of good energy. And if it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And that's life. And this, yeah. That's the way it goes. <laughs> well, exactly. Scott, thank you so much for joining us Thanks today. Uh, you're in for a special treat, oh, as is the audience. Um, why don't we kick things off here with the the newest edition of Talk Good, basically just saying what bullshit we've been doing for the past week. Corey, you don't get to answer this time because everyone in fucking God's green earth knows exactly what you've been up to. Yeah, it's been roughly... Start with a Z. Does it start with a Z? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> well, how about this? I'll, I'll be the limp dick this time. I have, uh, I have been constantly playing Battlefield 1 uh, forever now, it seems. I think the war lasted about four years and um, <laughs> I'm feeling the same way. Um, but the new expansion pack came out this past Tuesday. And it's a lot of fun. I will say this. It's a bunch of goddamn nonsense to play the newest iteration of uh, <laughs> the style of the map. You know, you have Conquest, Capture the Flag, Domination, Battle Royale, whatever. Mm -hmm. The new one, Frontlines. Okay, first time playing the expansion pack. I was so excited. Jumped into a Frontlines game. The timer on that game already said 65 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why? No, 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 no. By the time it was done, yeah, 122 minutes. Oh my god, for a single Two, match, for a single match going back and forth because you it's literally capture the flag and then blow up to telegraph things. <laughs> so you can go, so your entire team can go all the way up to the one telegraph line, capture all the flags, and then get pushed back <laughs> to the rest of the flags. And then that team can try to do the telegraph thing, and then they get pushed back, and then you just keep going back and forth the whole time, and eventually you just kill yourself. That's the way that that match usually ends. I wanted to die by the end of it. Like, just put me into the are, war. Are you gonna have to see like a fucking therapist or psychologist afterwards? Do you still hear the ringing you know of what? bombs dropping? I'm so <laughs> glad. I'm so glad I'm playing a World War One game so I can finally call it Shell Shock instead of PTSD. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so excited. I'm being historically accurate. Yeah. Oh my god! But that's what I've been up to. But it's a lot of fun. There's new maps. There's new weapons. Um, a new. Uh, there's this weird. I, I can't really ex describe the exact. Uh, like class of what you play as you know you have assault and scout and everything like that but then there are little battle packs around the area where you can be like the flamethrower guy or you can be a sentry and you get this really big mm -hmm. uh, machine gun there's a new one though that's called trench hunter which is just this fucking crazy motherfucker who has this giant mm -hmm. mace and literally just runs around the map just smacking guys in the head Jeez. that's that's your weapon you don't get a gun <laughs> You know, you get you get like three grenades, but you just get this giant mace, and it just takes people out with one hit. Jesus! And so, if you run into an area, you're just like, is <laughs> <laughs> so it's more trenches then? Since it, I mean, it is front lines, so it's more trench warfare kind of thing. 
It's still trench warfare. Um, there's the four new maps. There's uh, Fort Verdun, Fort Devoe, um, mm-hmm. Verdun, uh, and there there was another one. I can't remember all of them, but uh, there's this one that it's like you're playing inside of a forest that's on fire the oh, entire Jesus. time, and it's a lot of trench warfare. And then the other one is just literally all underground. It's a giant labyrinth that you have to fight around the entire time. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's the front line, what's what's behind you. That that one's probably easily the best one okay. to play because that one gets so confusing. But uh, yeah, just waste your life away like me <laughs> and play this game. Well, it's I'm, fun. We I we actually were playing. Um, we were playing not just Zelda. I actually haven't really touched Zelda since Scott's been out here. So, <gasps> yeah. but we were. Do playing... Do my ears deceive me? Yeah, <laughs> we were playing uh, last night. Quite a bit of uh, Psychonauts VR uh, oh, in God. the Rhombus of oh, Ruin. Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah. Tell us about that a little bit. That is, uh, that's like uh, when you're a kid and you had those areas, like a uh, point and click adventure games, mm-hmm. and you just go area to area solving puzzles. Except it's VR, so it's my first time ever with a VR. I'm afraid of heights. Um, I was gonna say, how are you doing with that? <laughs> uh, a couple times I looked down and I, I was like, well, I feel carpet, so I'm not gonna pee right now. <laughs> because Corey well, it's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to know you've gotten rid of that instinct to immediately just piss your pants once you feel carpet beneath your feet. That's yeah, good to know. no, well, hardwood is a different story. I, I'll pee all day. <laughs> it's it's a really cool idea for the game though, because like um, it's the studio is double fine. It's a uh, the head of the studio is Tim Schafer. He's the head game designer. Tim Schafer came from Lucas Arts, and of course, Lucas Arts was big on those like adventure game, point and click adventure, you know, games. Um, so this is a very fun, interesting take on the point and click genre, the adventure game genre, because as VR, because your yeah. VR, it's just giving it a whole different spin. So it brings you into that. It makes it feel more immersive than just a flat surface point and click. Um, and because like in the game itself, you're you're a psychonaut, you're you're jumping from your mind into other people's minds. And that's how you traverse. So it gets rid of a lot of like the the wonky movement issues that some VR has with like with actual like navigating It's like there's a lot of games where they don't some of games don't do movement very well at all unless you do like this teleport type mechanic, which is exactly what you're doing because you're just jumping from body to body. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of see different areas of the space you're working in or navigating and solving puzzles. Hmm. So it's 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 a ton of fun. And it's in that just goofy psychonauts oh, the, universe. The comedy is hilarious and yeah. it's just subtle little funny things they say. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like this just is why I, this is why I love these games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So awesome. That's been a lot of fun. What about you, Scotty? Have you been listening to anything? Or I've actually, uh, I just started an oldie but a goodie. I was packing um, stuff up, and I found my original Game Boy with yellow version. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I got on the airplane, and I started that up, and I, I forgot uh, just how dumb that game is, but how, <laughs> how much you need to move forward. <laughs> And just collect every. <laughs> it's like I know exactly what's going to happen and where to go, but I have to do it. I have to do it right now. Yeah. I started a brand new game. Um, you got to catch them all, man. I know, and you never can. Yeah, <laughs> you got to trade. And who the hell's going to trade with me now? Like, I'm 27. <laughs> yeah. I played that when I was 13. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna be that weird guy on Craigslist. You actually, <laughs> you actually have to uh, put yourself back together again and create an entirely new form of communicating with the past. Yeah. In order to properly experience Pokemon Yellow properly, because no kid wants to do that. Every kid now has a Switch. Yeah. Or they're playing on their phones or something. Yeah. You're just walking around going, <laughs> you guys don't know shit. <laughs> I'm the fucking Pokemon master. Look at me. Is it a Game Boy Color? No. Or is it like no. old school Game it's, Boy? It's the, it's the gray brick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, and, yes. and I got on the plane and I started playing it and people were looking at me like I might have a learning disability. Like, oh, who's <laughs> his guardian? Is he a time traveler? <laughs> I don't. Uh, what is what is happening? <laughs> so I just get on is the this, plane. Is this 99? the airplane from Lost? <laughs> Lost. <Yeah>. It's <laughs> like an autistic Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> like like the Brick Game Boy is your sonic screwdriver. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. It's like I don't I don't know. There's wibbly wobbly timey wimey things <laughs> happening on this plane. And that's pretty much how they talk in that game, uh, the language translation from the Japanese to English. Pretty much. Yeah, you don't notice it so much when you're younger, but when when you're older and more versed in reading for fun, <laughs> and not because you have to, you're like, this doesn't make sense, what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. this, this isn't actually how words work in a sentence. No. I'm not sure exactly what he's trying to say. Yeah, and, and uh, the fact that he can't remember his gra- grandson's name ever, <laughs> or the fact... <laughs> It's like, if he's what's a my boy. grandson's name again? <laughs> shithead. That's yeah. right. Good yeah. old shithead. Yeah, you guys have been rivals since, uh, ever. <laughs> since he was born? Who's his mom? Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> How old are you? Go off into the world. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, it's, oh, well, it is fun, though. Well, it's good to hear that you're, you're <laughs> back in the spirit of horrifying nostalgia and freaking <laughs> people out on airplanes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that to the show. I'm so uh, I wanted to do next, uh, kind of get Scotty involved in a little recurring bit that we used to do. And uh, it's basically trying to explain things that we're pretty sure the guest might not understand or know. And probably we don't even know ourselves, mm-hmm. but we're going to try. Yeah. <laughs> so this bit is called Would You Kindly? Would You Kindly? Powerful phrase familiar phrase where you're gonna definitely explain something you probably have no fucking idea what it is scotty okay and we're gonna try to tread lightly on this one okay as lightly as we can okay oh no yep what does this mean scotty okay would you kindly please explain black twitter jesus god i feel like i'm being set up (laughs) because no Okay. All right. Probably not. Wait, Probably not. Black Twitter. Is that like the dark web? Like, <laughs> but but for like p- people that like say stuff like maybe like um, Edward Snowden Snowden would have like a, a black Twitter. Like he would have wait. A black is Twitter. that is that is that basically like Edward Norton and Edward Snowden? Yeah, it's Edward like Snowden. <laughs> well, he, Edward it's Snorton. Like, it's like Snorton. Here's a who. Yeah. Yeah. So it's more it's more animated. It's Dr. Susie. <laughs> but in Edward. this time it's cocaine. It's, yeah. It's, it's well, cocaine. This cocaine. Time, right? and, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, uh, yeah, that would be black Twitter, right? It has nothing to do with African Americans at all, right? Is it's there a the black Twitter? <laughs> Is it the dark web? <laughs> it's not the dark web. Okay. It's it's not the deep web. No. It is it is actually in reference to uh, the racial black. 
Oh. Does, is that how we refer to it now? The racial black. The racial Instead black. Of just the color black. <laughs> Wait, so is it is it is it like white people are kicking black people off of Twitter and they're no, they forming have, their no. own? Or they're no. just like, See everybody has their own kind of, everybody kind of has their own varied genre and section oh. of Twitter. It's like, you know, what, what black people bring to the table on Twitter. There's weird Twitter. There's uh, priest Twitter. Yeah. That is, that's yeah, absolutely one of my that's favorite ones that I just recently discovered. But there's all different subgenres on Twitter, and everyone has their own different category. And that's probably where your most craziest memes come from. Oh. Well, uh, just probably where the funniest stuff comes from, from on Black Twitter, Twitter, aside from weird Twitter. Yeah. Black, Black Twitter that's and That's kind of where all your stuff generates. Do priests make yeah, memes? Yeah, get on that shit. <laughs> priests make memes all the time. Do they? Constantly. Is that, are they yeah. good? No. I mean, no, <laughs> no. I no. like I I know a few priests in my day because I grew grew up Catholic and uh, they oh, they God. probably have some funny shit to say, but you know, I I probably couldn't like repeat it or I wasn't supposed to. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Do you need us to get your parents, Scott? Do you need us to get your parents involved on this one? No, no, that would be weird. That it was more of a special thing between. Him and I. I didn't want my parents there right. at all. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, and weird. he probably didn't either. No, no. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> my mom is positive. Would you kindly get us out of yeah, this? Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> I would gl- happily get us out of here, guys. We, we're doing terribly. Just went this, to is, pedophilia. <laughs> this is a terrible episode of this podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, uh, all right. Well, let's go into something else here. I think, Corey, this was your idea, so I'm going to let you lead the way on this one. This okay. one's called Dev Dive, uh, where we're basically going to take different ideas for video games, mm-hmm. and uh, we're just going to riff off of them, I guess. Yeah, and um, I think in the future, if if this ends up becoming like a fun enough one, if if, if it's not a total disaster, um, for any of our listeners, I would love suggestions. Uh, co- uh, contact at notanothercritic.com. Just email us or tweet at us. Um, uh, with random video game ideas or other ideas as well. But anyways, the idea of this uh, segment is we just come up with a random fucking video game idea because we all play video games and let's uh let's 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 make the the darn thing. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> let's just darn tootin. Let's, let's just, just how, let's just do the darn thing. You, just you just all get in there. Fucking and darn in the same <laughs> sentence. <laughs> let's just fucking make the darn thing. <laughs> Like you're a rebel, Corey. <laughs> you're a rebel. Um, well, and like, and my, I wanted to keep them more light and ridiculous, but uh, I was, I was having trouble coming up with one. And I've been reading this book lately, um, uh, the art of game design, and mm. I'm at this section where it's talking about creativity, and it's saying like, you know, don't try to make something based on something else because you're really just limiting your creativity, even if what you make because of that is is good base it on something you can relate to or something from your past so i was just thinking like i kind of got weird with it and like like uh growing up my mom she she was like married and divorced and married and divorced and all this yada yada and so i was just like okay so like what if i did something like that how do i make that into a game (laughs) as awful as that sounds being a divorcee (laughs) yeah no that was the idea and then i was like okay well what if what if uh, the game is, and this got horribly depressing, is what it did. But in the <laughs> game, go on. In order to progress, you have to 
tell your mom that the person she's with is an awful, awful person and did something bad or something like this. And then it's like the game congratulates you and is like, all right, yeah, you go to the next level. But as you progress the levels, your mother gets like horribly, horribly more and more depressed. (laughs) (laughs) God. Oh, my God. I was hoping it was going to be like a video game. Like the very first level, you actually tell your mom what terrible taste in men that she has. Yeah. And then it's progressively you try to actually get her to break up or you get the other person to break up with her. Okay. See, over time, I like Like, this. The next level is like. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I'm going to, the floors are always slippery. Let me just put some butter on the floor. I don't know why our house is always so slippery, guy. You should stop (laughs) fucking coming over here. Yeah. No one likes you, not even the floor. Oh, so it's more. Shit like that. So more of like a, like almost like a home alone, like, like bit. A little bit. Kind of, kind of. Only it's to take, (laughs) it's to basically make sure that your mother is alone forever. (laughs) That's well. That's the point of the okay. game. I'm doing that in life right now. So like, <laughs> you're doing a great job. Yeah, I you're think doing excellent. I I could be one of your head writers. I I like that better. <laughs> it's definitely less depressing. Um, and okay, so let's let's roll with that a little bit. So make sure mom's alone. Um, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> this just changed into a whole different kind of game. Are we sure we're not on Steam reviews Mom. right now? Yeah. <laughs> Mom's alone. Oh, no. Mom's alone. <laughs> Time to play. <laughs> oh, my, yeah, this is like a Norman Bates thing. Like, oh, it's going to get weird. Oh, so it's like a, it's like a tower <laughs> defense game. <then. laughs> tower defense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mom's the yeah, base. It's like just different levels. And you yeah. set up different defenses for the, for the onslaught of boyfriends that decide to start coming through. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like this. Like, like mom doesn't like it when they smoke, so you leave, like, cigarettes laying around to tempt them, and then they pick up the cigarettes, and then mom, like, destroys them with the power of God or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, this is going to be really we'll, popular. We'll figure out her. We'll figure out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, if there are any game developers listening to this right now, and why would you not? Uh, definitely, if you want to steal any of these ideas, by all means... Don't even tell us. Just just do it. Just please do just it. Just let us know how it goes and let us know how fast it took you to get fired. Um, <laughs> or for somebody to jerk so, off to it. <laughs> well, was it, it you? Yeah. Were you the first one? Congratulations. Um, yeah, so uh, do you have a game idea, Brandon? I do, actually, and mine was very interesting. I, it came to me as I was... Uh, when you sent over the video game trailer for everything that we're going to talk about here in a second, and it made me start to wonder a little bit. And when you issued us this decree this past week that you guys better fucking come up with something, I swear to God, I better not be the only person coming up with video game ideas. Uh, I came up with one. Okay. And it's called, I even thought up a name for it. It's called A Day in the Life. A Day in the Life. And basically, it's just different VR scenarios of different categories of people so you can choose to be a crack addict the one day and see what it's like to actually traverse through the landscape as a crack addict uh you can choose to be a fortune 500 ceo and just see the various ways that he gets through his day and then you know goes to a bdsm dungeon at night to get his ass smacked around oh man (laughs) because there's not enough power in his life and he needs to feel 
brought down slightly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I know that. I don't one, know. Yeah. I thought it was. I, yeah, exactly. Who hasn't? <laughs> um, I just, uh, I just thought of like different scenarios. Not a lot of people get to step into other people's shoes that often, and I thought the VR would be a good experience for that. But I'd want it to be very. Uh, either high in graphical content or it would literally just be a movie um, that you go through someone's life and it's completely recorded already. Okay. But the way that you would traverse through like a 360 uh, degree video. So, something along those so like hardcore Henry, but darkly sexual. Well, I think hardcore Henry <laughs> Well, isn't that Henry supposed to be was... everything? <laughs> it, it was. It was darkly sexual? There was parts of it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming from the people who definitely watch Hardcore Henry. Yeah, no. The, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I Everything's like, darkly sexual, I guess. I like that idea. I like that idea. Or like even <clears throat> like um, you could go into the body of anything. <laughs> well, now we're just turning it into yeah. everything. But to, into everything. But see, with everything, it's very playful and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's oriented to be. I like. I love the way the bears flip yeah. over, and you know all the different animals. So this, you can grow them in size or whatever. This would be more of a realistic take then, and like this would be like a first person perspective as well. Okay. So like, like being John Malkovich. What would be, um, yeah, essentially, yeah. yes. It's being yeah. John Malkovich, being John Malkovich the game. Yeah. I would, I would play that, would, but only if he like, was in it. VR real. John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> I like to play there. That's funny. <laughs> it's subtle. Being our John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. that's Talk good. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Um, oh man. Okay, what would be like some simple goals in the game? Like, what would you do aside from just just living as these people? Well, it would. Well, I mean, I guess it would vary depending it, on the scenario that you pick, really? like okay. which person you actually pick to do. So, crackhead. Um, obviously, get crack. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> well, that's get money. Get money to buy crack. Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you would get be the money the first? You you make a shiv. <laughs> make a shiv. Okay. You okay, so we're someone, incorporating crafting mechanics something. into this. Yeah, see, or you, so, or you just, we're already you sell, way ahead of the game. Here. We are exchange goods and it's or services. Okay, yeah, yeah, so exchange could, of like, goods and services. So it's like you can build something, or you can barter right, something. Crafting, but exactly. And as a crackhead, crack what yeah. are you good at doing uh, to I, trade? I, I, Smoking crack. Yeah, uh, but that's the end result. Go so, on. Uh, you might. Uh, are we? Is everybody just tiptoeing around? I uh, think. Saying, let's just stick with the shiv. Yeah, let's stick with the shiv. <laughs> stick with the shiv. I don't think okay, I need the be more family friendly. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're making. It's an E for everyone crack addict simulator. I just don't want to say it, man. <laughs> oh my god! Just stop talking about Friday, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No one, no one brought that up, but I understand. I get it. Um, well, I, I was also thinking, yeah, you could go through varying ranges. And my idea was also um, possibly like someone in the middle class playing a video game. Like just sitting there wasting their life away playing a stupid shitty video game like the one that I'm trying to develop. Oh, so and they're like trying to be like, well, I mean, what do I, what do I play? What do I do? Uh, oh, there's this VR headset. <laughs> Goal number one, put VR headset on. Oh, wow, this is crazy. I'm, I'm inside of a game. Whoa. Or what if, like, 
what if it was like, I mean, I know our technology isn't there, but it was like a VR where you play other people's memories and you can, you can live those memories. So they're like programmed into the VR and you, you, you remember the way that they felt about like how, like everything that was going on and you're experiencing it as if you were them, but you weren't them, you know, you're still bringing yourself into this situation so you can like is this, change it. Is this quantum leap the game? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> what you're talking sort about. Of is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, if it was, I think I would start selling my memories just like left and right. Like, you have that one. That one's yours for, I don't know, like a cheeseburger. I don't fucking want it. <laughs> <laughs> the time I decided, should I get a cheeseburger or a grilled chicken sandwich? Hmm, which one to pick? I'm not sure. McDonald's just starts dealing exclusively in memories. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> McMemory! Assume- <laughs> Stop on down to experience a nice one or... Come try our late night menu. <laughs> oh. oh, God, that's, that's going to turn bad fast. Because not all of it happened at night. Anyways. Yeah, okay, I just want to yeah. leave that awkward <laughs> silence right there. I just want to leave that silence right there. Thank you. Good. Scotty, did you have one? Huh? You have a game? Did you have one, an idea for a game? Uh, no, not really. Nothing that tops either of those. I, I've been playing Pokemon, so I, I'm pretty game dead. And then they threw me into Psychonauts. I was just like, ah. <laughs> so going Pokemon yeah. to Psychonauts, I'm, I'm in shock. Still. I would love if your idea for a game right now would be like, well, I mean, you play as this little boy, and you just go running around capturing these uh, genetically modified <laughs> monsters. Yeah. Inside oh, yeah. of a temporarily spatial displaced sphere. And it opens up, and there's a, you know, a streaming ray of light, and then it captures said genetically modified creation. And is this a game already? Uh, no, this no. is a game already. No, yeah, so gonna, this is the exact it's same gonna game. It's going to be I've called Digimon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because they're digital monsters. Yeah. Right. So. Right. They're all digital. Okay. I got it. Yeah. No, that, I that's not... got it. But I think a good idea for these ones is that they actually speak English for some reason. Yeah. Like um, I'm going to have one that's a cat. Okay. Yeah, but kind yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I want mine to be like a mixture of like a legless dog and a seal. Right. And then I want it to turn into a bigger legless dog seal. <laughs> oh, so you're, you're talking about like genetic uh, Like you want to do surgery on this animal like at some point in the game and like change it physically? Oh, so now we're getting into like a like a surgeon simulator, but for Digimon. Yeah, this is... Yeah, <laughs> this is Tusk. This this, this is, is the this synopsis is Tusk. for Tusk. Oh my God, Tusk this, VR. Oh, Tusk VR would be sweet. <laughs> you could be the antagonist and the protagonist. You could pick, <laughs> switch back and forth. Just one you is highlight the outline. I guess oh. surgery would be a lot more fun than just sitting there getting surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think I think this has gone off the rails just enough. Yeah, okay, just, yeah. just enough. <laughs> just enough. Let's so that we can. <laughs> but it was good. It was good. I actually I like this. So again, video game developers, if you're out there listening to this very well uh, industry renowned podcast, uh, mm-hmm. please by all means steal all of our ideas and and turn them into something that we can play. Except we for the good ones, because we'll sue if you steal the good ones. But we're not going to clarify which ones we think are the good ones. So use at your own risk slash discretion slash okay just use these please and and tell people that we 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 did this because uh no I definitely don't, won't don't, st- they don't need to tell sue anybody for because <laughs> we'll know somebody else will sue them I'm sure no. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah 
That's right. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, all right, Corey. Well, let's head over to Digital Drop. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the shit that is fucking coming out. Okay. So coming up here soon. Um, I mentioned it last week, but uh, Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out. I'm not going to really get into that. Looks great. Uh, pick it up if you have time. Um, <clears throat> that comes out the 21st, so Tuesday. So by the time you're listening to this, it's been out for a few days. Um, and a new game, well, it's been out on PC, I believe, already, but it's coming out on PS4 uh, on Tuesday as well, called Everything. Mm, uh, we've, yes. <laughs> we've already please. kind of uh, mentioned it a little bit, but basically this game, it, they call it a universe simulator, um, and you can play as everything. Um, it's really... You know- I want to stop you right there just when you said Universe Simulator. Uh, there, There's something else that we were all really excited about, and uh, it just ended up being a huge letdown. Hmm. I don't know. It's, it feels like it's been a long time since that game came out. Do you remember what that was, Corey? Um, I, I can, honest to God, I can't think of was what you're Spore? referring to. Spore? Spore? It was <laughs> definitely No Man's Sky. Oh, no Man's yeah. Sky. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted to play that. That was bad. I heard it was just... It yeah. it was a letdown. A lot of people really like it. Um, I was very let down. <laughs> but this is I totally think different. Everyone was let down. This is totally different because sure. instead of just being a one person in this vast empty universe, you are like you are you play just the your the player, I guess, or you're like this god mode that oversees whatever. But you can select. A creature to become and take control of and you can like move around you can explore it doesn't look like there's really a whole lot to do in this game aside from just exploring and tank- taking it all in um i'm the trailer for it was very like philosophical it was very interesting yes uh actually it's uh it's a pretty long trailer for the game and it just kind of delves into home a ridiculous amount of shit that the game's capable of doing but uh <clears throat> it's actually not narrated, but there is essentially a uh, a voiceover coming from philosopher Alan Watts, and he's just discussing the theory of everything and how everything is connected. Mm-hmm. And it's also while you're a bear tumbling forward <laughs> and, and backward and running into other bears, and then you're a you're a raccoon, and then you're a blade of grass, and then you're a, a beetle, and then you're yeah. a ladybug, and then you're a Uh, microscopic organism your mitochondria and then you go even deeper into that and you come back out on the other side no that's right you go up yeah you go up this time then you become a tree then you become the island then you become the planet then the sun then the galaxy and then you keep going back up again and Mm -hmm. then you're suddenly a mitochondria again and then you keep going back up from there and you're a lion and yeah yeah it's crazy yeah and i don't i don't think the game like in the actual playthrough for itself i don't think there's any progression for it, I think you just kind of choose what you want to become next, is what it looks like. Um, and you do whatever the hell you want. Like, you, you can become a landmass in that game. Like, like you're playing as a yeah. bear, just kind of, like, goofily... Because the way they have the creatures move in this game, they they don't really, like, move with their legs. They kind of just tumble forward, like, like as if the bear was made out of, like, like one singular, like like a wooden block, you know, and he just kind of yeah. like stumbles forward, like like a block would. Um, but then you can all of a sudden turn and decide to just select the ground, and you may select like a flower, or you know, a 
a spore that the that came off of the flower or you know a, a little tick or something like that or even mm-hmm. the landmass that all of this is on and then when you select the landmass you can like navigate with it and that'll like that'll change the shape of the landmass too so it's kind of interesting i, w- I want to see how that works cuz you move with the land yeah. and you notice in the trailer like the actual island it was like kind of changed shapes as it was moving so I'm yeah. I'm curious, like, once you decide to not be the island anymore, if you go back onto the island, like, what changed on there? Like, is, are there different all plants, <clears throat> different animals? All the bears are dead, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they're all drowned. They all drowned. Everything. Yeah. There's just nothing there. Yeah. But I'm I'm curious. I mean, are there cities? I, I know in the trailer it showed like a rocket. You you could play as well, like there in was space. There was one thing when uh you you came back up and you were a lion again and you were in like a little small town. Oh, that's desert. right. Yeah. So can you like t- can you be the I city? Know. I think you can be everything in this. Are there people? Can you be a, a person? It it looks really interesting and it's got this kind of like ambient music playing throughout it. It looks just very relaxing to just kind of zone out to. Um yeah. it reminds me that there was a game that came out a while ago. It feels like a mixture of the Katamari game. Yeah. You go yeah. forward and you just collect shit. Yeah. Okay, it's that one. And then there was another game that came out for the PS3. And it was like you were a uh flower. Were a flower. Yeah. Flower. Yeah. That's what it was. It was flower. flower. It was called it was flower. literally called flower. Yeah, it was called flower. Um it was wow. by the guys that did Sorry, Journey. I forgot that. Um very beautiful mm, game. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's kind of like that because you uh, you start off as the one creature or you know, uh, flower or whatever the hell it is, the tree, and as you kind of stumble across other similar you know creatures, they kind of join up with you because in the trailer it showed like hearts flutter above them, so it's like at that point you kind of I guess they kind of like attach themselves to you, and then you control this group of them. Um, yeah, and and it's cool. I don't know. It looks very interesting. I mean, it's very it's a very artsy game. Um, it's not going to be for everyone, obviously, but, no. but yeah, I mean, it's, it looks very interesting. Yeah. is probably the best tag. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, but yeah, anyways, that comes out the 21st and just a couple days here. Um, it had been out for a few days by the time you hear this. So check that out. Um, I think it was like nine ninety nine on the PlayStation network. So I mean, 10 bucks, it's, it's worth, it's worth checking out. And then, uh, kingdom hearts 1.5 slash 2.5. HD Shut remix. What the what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> comes out <laughs> on the twenty eighth. Um, the, they I don't know why they name their Kingdom Hearts titles so confusing. Because it's so Japanese. This is <laughs> so fucking Japanese. This is it's basically just a remaster of one and two with all the little additional uh, things like side stories and stuff like that. So, but they decide to call it Kingdom Hearts HD one point five two point five remix. So. Yeah, okay, that's a mouthful. Fuck, fuck you, Japan. Yeah. Square Nix. What? Whoever made this? Yeah. Did the entire country of Japan just get together and go? No, it's let's throw everything at let's it, just and then we'll throw, just keep just, adding titles yeah, to it. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god! But um, I'm excited for that. I haven't played those games in a long time. I never actually beat two, so I'm gonna I'm gonna really dive in. Those will probably be the first thing to truly pull me away from Zelda. Um. So I'm excited. And then um, Snake Pass, which is a smaller indie title. Um, I wasn't going to put it on here originally, but it's kind of been piquing my interest lately. Um, That comes out on the 28th also for PS4, Xbox, and Switch. I'll probably be picking up on Switch because it seems like it'd be a great game to just play on the go. But um, you play as a snake. It's like a physics-based puzzle platformer. Um, 
and the snake's body you i don't know it's like it's like a you're a snake so you can wrap around things to progress there's other puzzles that you have to solve and you like maybe there's like a gap in the um the path or whatever like you're on one side of a platform and there's there's a big drop and then there's another platform that you have to get to but there'll be like a pole or something and and it's interesting like in the trailer for it it shows you like as the snake you have to like wind your way up this pole and then you have to use your body as like kind of to tether yourself to this pole and like progressively slide down it and there's other things kind of like that um it, it looks interesting just a physics based hmm. quirky little puzzle platformer it kind of looks like um hmm. like in the same color scheme same art style as like ukulele or banjo kazooie so i'm interested interesting. Yeah, yeah it looks fun sounds fun and it comes out on the 28th and that's really all the big things i wanted to mention for digital releases um oh also uh just came out the other day was um was a uh, spoon's new album which has been getting really really good reviews um i haven't listened to it yet mm. i've only heard that one or two tracks that they released um a few weeks back but um i'm super excited to get into that one so. oh wait hold on hold on red is feeding through me vicariously he also wanted me to mention drake oh dropped a new album oh did he very recently and it's fucking incredible oh is it as you would expect it to be yeah <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> hey hey now he is definitely the entire fourth track is just him crying he just <laughs> but it's beautiful but it's, it's beautiful so well done the sense so he well uses I, I i gotta listen to it now yeah. he actually uses a vocoder over his tears <laughs> sobbing yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> yeah he is truly the picasso of our time <laughs> can't believe it anyway let's uh let's get away from this why don't we go to current events and learn about what's going yes, on in the real world please tell us all about it brandon well, uh, maybe we should just stay in the digital realm because what's going on in the real world uh, is is ridiculous. Okay, so first things first here. I actually have two things that struck my fancy today. First one, I'll just read you the title of it. You guys can join in. Substitute teacher vomits in class. Officers find box of wine and purse. Oh. Basically, a a substitute teacher uh, was uh, unintentionally teaching her kids a lesson on the dangers of drinking on the job. Um, she was. I love an interactive was, curriculum. <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. It's really learning. This is what she's bringing. She's bringing down to South Carolina. This is where this was at. Um, I love that. Teacher. Basically, I guess it was uh, she was allegedly acting in a manner that suggested she might be under the influence of alcohol, and this should tell you kind of what they were facing when they actually had to take her out of the school in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh yeah, like they couldn't actually let her walk of her own cognizance. She had to be removed in a wheelchair. Um, and sent to a school resource officer. So, oh my god, that takes some balls. Though, yeah, to get that drunk at school, like <laughs> as a get teacher, that <laughs> fucking wasted. Yeah, she's like, wow, we're just gonna watch. Uh, 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 we're just gonna watch Stuart Little for the third time today. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure we'll get through that one, kids. Right. Was that? Don't you yell at me. Yeah, don't you yell at me. Don't you yell at me. Look, if I can pee my pants, so can you. Okay, no one's taking any bathroom. Now, raise your hand if you want a Zanny. 
Sandy. We're going to watch Reservoir You got Dogs. anxiety? I got, I, I got anxiety just asking this question. I'm going to take a few. So are you kids are you cool? Are you kids cool? All right. I knew you were. I knew you were cool. Hey, bring me back some tater tots from lunch. <laughs> you guys got that rectangle pizza, that foldable rectangle pizza? Oh, those are so I just want to eat good. shapes. That's all I want to do right now. Um, yeah, so that, that, that's one thing that kind of struck my fancy. I just thought it was hilarious that she had, it wasn't even a glass, oh, like a bottle of wine. It was a box of wine. Like, did she at least remove the bag out of the box or was it still? I hope not. <laughs> I hope her purse was just box shaped the entire day. <laughs> oh God. That With just the little nozzle sticking up out of the purse <laughs> and she could just kind of twist it. Yeah. She's like, no, this is my energy drink. I gotta keep up with these little rascals. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. And then it's just a giant the other one. Son. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I lost my straw. I'm just gonna suck out of the corner. Oh god. Suck it out of the corner. Mm. Okay. Next thing, though. Oh my god. This just confused the shit out of me. New perfume promises the fragrance of a kitten's neck. Um, what is that? Wait, what is that? What? What is a kitten's neck? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna say New- it again. New perfume promises the fragrance of a kitten's neck. How? Essentially, there, <laughs> there is this. Like the inside or the outside? This, Definitely, uh, God, I hope the outside. No, you just you just coat yourself in kitten blood. That's all you do. That's yeah. how you get the essence of like, that's the cat. That's not really a promise. No. <laughs> I could do that. Okay. <laughs> Anybody could do that. Um, basically, this, uh, this company, Demeter Fragrance Library, a New York-based company that develops fragrances based on everyday scents, has developed a new perfume that will bring memories of a dozen kitten cuddles. The thing that struck me the most about this was uh, this. Now, after 15 years of effort, oh Demeter has captured the olfactory essence of the warmth and comfort of that perfect spot just behind a kitten's neck, the company wrote on its website. 15 years, they have been working on a scent that no one, A, gives a shit about, B, go get a cat, C, uh, why, why, why? Well, there's so many questions that what go along that with this. What does smell like? It, it just maybe, why did maybe smells like an like not a dog, like not a dog. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the cologne. That's the name of the perfume. Not a dog. I smell like not a dog today. <laughs> I smell like a kitten's neck. Demeter develops and sells uh, a wide range of scents, including more traditional fragrance that fragrances, jasmine, sweet orange. Popcorn, earthworm, and fuzzy what? balls. What? The last one, in case you were curious, smells like the whoosh of a freshly opened can of tennis balls. Fuck this company. <laughs> Fuck this just who company. are these people? <laughs> They're sadists that just want to piss off dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just in case you want to be mauled to death by a dog, <laughs> just spray on a light spritz of this perfume. <laughs> You too can be mauled by a pit bull. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it'd be... The company recently developed a lip gloss that is said to feel like a cat's wet nose. 
What is happening? What? What is what is Who, fucking happening? Who's rubbing a cat's nose against their lips? How many people are working on this? I need to know and what they tell people they do. There is a team. There is a team of 30 researchers working on various smells of household pets at any given moment. They're all being paid $300,000 a year to develop. Yeah. yeah. These Can scents. you imagine being a part of the marketing team for this? And how much you hate your life. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you guys did what? Yeah. Oh, finally, uh, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> how high up is this building? Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Find me an open window. I, I want to work for Kanye again. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was a lot more reasonable. Anything. Anything. I'll go back to that. Demeter's, uh, Demeter's Facebook fans said their cats smell like a number of different things. So you got crazy motherfuckers just smelling cats left and right uh, just to give them ideas and suggestions, I guess, including honey, baby powder, cinnamon spice bread, and a combination of a newborn baby, a freshly baked loaf of bread, and the scent of home. So if you've been cooking up babies with your bread, that's what this perfume, I guess, is going to smell like. Don't you just Great. love the the fresh scent of a newly baked baby? I... <laughs> I like the product testing idea. Like that somebody Just, goes in and it's like, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know what this smell is. <laughs> Thankfully, Who's it's not suggest- tested on animals. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, god. Uh, yeah. Someone also, one person also suggested litter dust and cat spit. Litter dust. I don't. I don't litter dust. I'm not sure I know wow. what that is. Cat spit? Cat spit. Cat spit. That has a smell? I imagine. It's that- amazing that someone suggested that and they know what it is and they did it uh, seriously. They weren't doing it as a joke. <clears throat> I, that was me clearing my throat because this actually hurts. Like, I can taste it in my mouth what I imagine. Do you got a little the cat spit? Cat spit. Do you like got a I'm little putting- hairball? Uh-huh. You got a little hairball? Yeah, hairball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, was that right, a scent? Hairball? Jesus. <laughs> yes, fuzzy balls. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, so that is the world. Let's let's try to get back into something else. I need some heavy metal in my mind. Pop quiz, hot shot. All right, pop quiz. Doing the pop quiz. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this is our first pop quiz on talk good. Uh, if you listen to the NAC, you know how it goes, mm. but the rules are as follows. I am the quiz master. I will be asking mm. three questions, and I will grade these questions, answers, on a scale of 1 to 20. Um, there's no right or wrong answer except the right or wrong answers that I deem right or wrong. That's not, that doesn't make any sense. That and question fair. one <laughs> is... If you got sucked into a video game and had to live in that game's world, what game would you prefer to be trapped in and why? Okay, so uh, actually speaking of it earlier, I would love to be trapped in the Katamari world. I just want to be gobbled up by some random (laughs) sticky thing and uh, have the world taken over that way. Uh, It seems roughly every couple days. Yeah. Like, everybody gets their shit put back in order, and then suddenly, oh, oh, it starts all over again. Yeah. 
But I, it, I think I would enjoy that. And no one ever seems like they're injured or anything. Like it's like it's a no, bad thing. No, they're all you know? just like we're all a part of this together. Yeah. I guess yeah. <clears throat> for now. They, for now, they do seem to just be okay with it. How would they? Do they ever get anything done though in that world? Well, definitely they all they're all scheduling. They're it's like a tornado watch. They're like <laughs> you know it's 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 gonna happen. But, but fun. I mean. Yeah. I still have to, you know, pay my bills and I have to run to the bank and stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> can you imagine if the, what that would be like in our actual real world? Oh, you <laughs> mean like a there's a warning living in there's Kansas? a tumbling ball warning <laughs> no, yes. scheduled for 7 p.m. this Eastern Standard Time and a giant it's gonna be rolling beautiful through. space prince pushing that ball. <laughs> <laughs> No one okay. knows how to stop them, nor have we decided to. So uh, we're just going to keep going. Oh my god! Well, he has his reasons. Okay, I like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that. Um, Scott, uh, uh, how about you? What uh, video game world would you prefer to be stuck in, and why? Uh, well, I mean, the obvious answers are games like Grand Theft Auto, because that's the obvious answer. Well, because you get <laughs> shot and die, and then you're you're like out three hundred bucks. So obviously the healthcare oh. is great. <laughs> yeah, right. Excellent. That's that's uh, a good excellent. Point, that or everybody has really good insurance. Yeah, I think it's like Obamacare. Is that actually that came out? No, no, that doesn't make sense. That timeline doesn't match up. <laughs> <laughs> Obama actually based his platform on Grand Theft Auto. He's like, I'd really like to get shot 47 times and just pay 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then be brought back to life, yeah. And I think that's, yeah. And then, also, and then the hospital takes away all your guns. Well, it, oh my God, this this was Obama's platform. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, but I, I mean, honestly, like, since I was, like, a little kid, I, um, I would probably want to live in, like, the Tomb, Tomb Raider, like, world, but back in the PlayStation era, when, um, it was really All difficult. tits were, all so, tits were polygonal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Your... Polygonal tits. But it was enough. It was enough at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all you needed. Yeah. I'd give anything to go back to the days I could jerk off to pointy tits. God damn it. <laughs> well, that that was live action porn. I mean, everything else was analog, like magazines. <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah. So, that's that's my answer. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tomb Raider. Okay. Um, I'm going to give Brandon 18 and Red. I'm, I mean, Red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, red gets red. 20 red, that's, yeah, that's red how it goes gets <laughs> red wins red already won oh, oh man uh, all right and because he's not I'm here give, exactly scott i'm gonna give 17 uh question two uh what sitcom would you like to see made as a video game and what type of game would it be um i would love to see a combination of did you guys get to play the Wolverine video game that came out? Came out for like Xbox. Yeah. I think, but it was like super violent. It wasn't necessarily to go along with the game. Uh, sorry, yeah, the, the movie, movie itself. Yeah, yeah it, but was it was a good going one. Along. Yeah, it was awesome. So I want to combine that with uh, the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> just so I can just, you can slaughter okay. every single person in that stupid fucking show. So just that game, but in the Big Bang Theory universe. Right, exactly. So you just exactly. want to throw Wolverine into the show Big Bang? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Season finale, exactly. it's over. I want some, yeah, yeah, whatever season you want to throw it into, okay. just Berserker Rage 
and just he eviscerates them. Okay. And I, you know, we 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 admit a lot of things on this show, but death. No, I want this to go on record. I want those people dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Wolverine just slashes Sheldon's face, and it's great. Okay. <laughs> okay. Scott, uh, what? 20? I got a 20 for that one? Was that a 20? You, you'll, that get, 20. you'll get All something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would do It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but in the format of The Sims. Of the Sims, yeah. I'd okay. Like to do all the tasks that those characters normally do, but I want, I want to do it like Sims. Like, okay. So you kind of see it oh, pop man. up in thought bubbles of what they want yeah. to do next. Like Charlie's gonna want to kill some rats, and <laughs> you know, obviously Frank and. You know, it's always Sunny is actually kind of just like the Sims if you just let them do whatever they want to do. Yeah. I think, uh, but here's what I would love is that <laughs> if, uh, like, all the other characters, like, were able to speak in English, but D actually kept the Sims language, <laughs> and no one was ev- ever able to understand her. Yeah. That would be true to the show. Well, yeah. Charlie already kind of sounds like that. Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um. Man, your both of yours were really good. I'm gonna give you both a 19 for that one. I really enjoyed. All right. I really enjoyed both of those. Um, next up, question three: What's a movie that is already good the way it is, but you think would maybe be made better or at least more interesting with a different star actor? And what actor? Oh, oh okay. <clears throat> I'd want to remake either Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. and instead of Simon Pegg, Patrick Stewart. Uh, Nick Frost. Okay. I want uh, Ian McKellen. Um, uh, and that's that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, okay. all the other actors can stay the same, but I want Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. I, I think the funnier version would be Hot Fuzz, but I'm just picturing Shaun of the Dead in my mind with Patrick Stewart, and it's fucking awesome. Like, just imagining this classic brilliant old man mm-hmm. working at an electronic store a failing electronic yeah. store in england and he's trying instead of trying to get to the pub at the end he's trying to get to like wherever the, uh, the like the amvets hall where all the old people drink at <laughs> okay. over here yeah it'd be the british version of that yeah and uh yeah no i uh i thought about it while i was outside because i'm like movie huh holy shit <laughs> patrick stewart and Shaun of the dead i will pay money I don't have much, but it's all going towards making that film. <laughs> I bet you if you wrote a letter, Patrick Stewart would be like, yeah, I, I'll fund that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably love you to just do, do a fan-made movie. Oh, God. Yeah, so that's my idea. I think okay. that would be awesome. All right, Scott. Uh, that's a really, really tough one. Um, I, I guess I would take a movie that's bad and, and make it better, like... No, but it's got to be a movie that's already good. Really? That you like, or at least good to you. Good to me. Follow the like. question, Scott. God I, damn it. I don't, Jesus. I, this is, the this format, is Scott. The There's format. a format. <laughs> Dude, I can't read. I lied earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would I, I would remake uh, Army of Darkness, but uh, just put Neil Patrick Harris in it. I Neil know Patrick oh. Harris. <laughs> oh my god. 
I, I don't uh, know if it would be better or worse, but I would sit through the whole that, thing. Well, it, yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, I want, I want him to play it like Bruce Campbell. I, I want that. Oh my god! So he'd kind of be his character himself from Harold and Kumar, but kind of, yeah. And, and you can throw like you know more drugs in it because we have that nowadays. Versus, we have the artist. capability. Yeah. we have the technology to add more drugs <laughs> yeah. into the movie. We, yeah. In fact, there's there's just no way we can make it without more drugs. Oh man, that that's. But that's just my on-the-fly, that's pop quiz answer, so. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. Uh, it looks like Scott scooted out ahead on this one. Uh, yeah? I'm giving him a 19, and I'm giving you an 18. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm being a little stingy with those 20s this time. Um, but Yeah, you are. But uh, the winner is Scott. Oh, boy, yeah! <laughs> don't, won't, don't we tie? No, no. If, if you got a 19... And he got an 18... Wait, do you tie? Yeah, we tie. <laughs> was Brandon's score first? Did I put Brandon's score first? You did, and then you put red 17 there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, actually, Scotty lost. Do, do you guys Did tie? I lose? Yeah, I got a 56. Scott got a 54. Yes. Oh, my God, folks. <laughs> For the first time in podcast history, I won. I won this god-awful stupid pop quiz. Oh, my God. Wait, oh wait, 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 wait. Hang on, he's changing me. the scores. Yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking Russian Olympic judging bastard. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I need to know if we did the math right here. Not to take this from you, but... God I want to damn give it. it to you unjustly. You know what? You know what? If anyone else would have said, oh, I won, you would have been like, yeah, sure. But no, me. Me. I won. So you're like, whoa, whoa, we got to check the math whoa, here. Whoa, 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 This is not fucking possible. We need possible. to do a recount. <laughs> you may have won the popular vote, but you didn't win the electoral. <laughs> Bitch, I got your fucking hanging chad right here. Come over and get it. Uh, all right, all right. Well, you win, you win, you win. <laughs> um, next up, what are we going to do? Did we do game news yet? Uh, no. I don't know if you want to. But God damn it! Please just don't talk about fiscal numbers for Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I was really digging deep for some news this week. Uh, I find that stuff interesting. I'm not going to bore with you. Um, basically, Nintendo's just made quite a bit of money already off of the Nintendo Switch, which is nice for them. Um, but anyway, yeah, I'm so glad for this giant billion dollar uh, corporation. I'm so glad they continue to make money and don't believe any of the people that actually buy their product. Oh, hey, my this is constantly electrocuting me as I play it. I don't know. It never happened to us. It never happened to us. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm glad they're making money. I fear change. I don't want them to go away. Yeah. <laughs> Same with all of their fan base. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, there, it's, it's kind of a tough week on news. There's not a whole lot going on, but there's a couple interesting pieces that I wanted to bring up. Um, Jim Sterling, uh, the well-known video game personality journalist, um, he has a popular YouTube uh, channel, website, podcast called The Jim Quisition. Um, he had DDoS attacks on his website purely because of his review of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild which he gave a 7 out of 10. And because of his 7 out of 10, it knocked Breath of the Wild from a 98 on Metacritic to a 97. So it's no longer like the third most highest reviewed game uh, in game history. 
it's like tied for fourth with like a dozen other games. So per Nintendo fanatic fanatical, you know, fans, they decided DDoS this guy and it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it, I read his review because of this and he actually brings up some really solid points on why it deserves a 7. I can't say I completely agree with that, but it is just You led this attack, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. It's just being real fucking knew it. Coy yeah, about I it. Fucking knew it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I mean, I get why people are so, you know, taken aback by that, you know. I mean, he's generally known for tearing games apart, but he had a lot of good things to say about this game, so it's just ridiculous people, you know, they seek that constant what what's the word i'm looking for being told that what they think is good is good you know they want that approval and when people disagree then they flip out so it's stupid but that happened um also wait 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 okay so let me get this let me get this straight (laughs) video game nerds freaked out about something yeah i know video like gamers freaked out on the internet about something that is Wow, that, that's I, not anything I've heard of recently. They, they took that's to crazy. the streets as well, but they didn't. Go Did very they far. now? Yeah, the Grand Theft Auto streets. <laughs> <laughs> There's just riots online. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh it was God. basically just Grand Theft Auto online. So. But then, um, in other Zelda news, uh, in the credits of Zelda, well, this actually, I believe, it came up first in a tweet. Uh, the tweet was a screenshot of the credits of Zelda, which is primarily Japanese names because of course Nintendo's a Japanese developer but there was one um, one name in there that wasn't Japanese uh Cory Bunnell and the person took a screenshot of this because they're like okay this is random let's do a, a random google search on who this Cory Bunnell is the one english looking name amongst all these Japanese names and so it's actually kind of interesting because they end up finding in this google search a forum post from Bunnell back from 2007 right before he graduated high school, which was asking advice on what his next step should be into learning Japanese, to move to Japan, to work as a game developer, to work for Nintendo as his ultimate goal. And such an awesome story that it's just like, what the fuck? This one person decides, I'm going to look into who this guy is. And back in 2007, his goal was to work for Nintendo. And he even in this forum post, he's like, I know it's a it's a long shot, but I want to go back. I want to go out to Japan, and my ultimate goal is to make games for Nintendo. And he fucking did it. He's originally from the United States. I can't wait Holy for shit. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck to make a movie about this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, like, oh, we want to do a movie based in Japan. It's you know, it's you know, it's based on the integral part of the Japanese-based economy. Who do you think should be the lead actors? In this? <laughs> Who are the widest people that we know? This is why you're not Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Why you're not in charge of casting, like for anybody? Oh, it would be amazing. It'd just be not good. It'd just be a lot more interesting. <laughs> um, so I thought that that was really a neat story. Um, and then another just little brief bit is uh, there might maybe uh, I'm hesitant to say possibly going to be a good sonic game coming out here soon a, so- yeah. a 3d sonic Sony game sent that um it actually looks kind of good it's just a little tiny little gameplay teaser for a game that's supposed to come out later this year on xbox playstation and switch um i believe pc too maybe um 
but it actually doesn't look awful. It is a 3D Sonic game, so we should be hesitant to jump to conclusions and get excited for it. Yeah. But it does not look like a flaming pile of garbage. So that could be exciting. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. (laughs) Tell me another good Sonic game. A recent one. Well, I've actually been hearing that the uh, the new Sonic that's that's coming out, it's like a, the old 2D, like the old uh, 16-bit Sonics from Genesis. They basically took like the good things from that game and made it better and like really improved on it. I'm hearing that the I can't mm. think of the 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 name of what they called it. They called it like Sonic. I don't know. I'm the I keep thinking the word that keeps coming into my mind it's not this but i keep thinking like sonic extravaganza or something like it's not that but it's something sonic 2.5 3d redux remix the japanese got a hold of it again (laughs) retitled it stupidly again yeah exactly Uh, sonic sonic tells from the past of future's present (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, god but yeah that's it right now for game news was that 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 was not game news. That was Zelda news with just a little bit of un, one more game thrown into it. But <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, do you guys want to head over to the book nook? Yes, please. Wrap this up here a little bit. Okay, so apologies to people from last week who joined us on the episode. Uh, Red and I forgot what week it was. Uh, we just <laughs> completely deleted an entire week out of the month of March. Um, we did not go to the Doug Stanhope show last week. We went, we we're going this Friday instead. So I am again going to be reading from Digging Up Mother, Doug Stanhope's uh, memoir. Um, I wanted to read a little bit about him starting out to do stand-up comedy. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of flirting around with it. I know, Scotty, you had, you had done a little bit of stand-up before. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this to you, and you tell me if anything sounds familiar, because he starts talking about doing open mics and stuff. <clears throat> okay. Finally, on August 28th, 1990, I put my name on the list. Pandora, who's his girlfriend at the time, and her mother, who was visiting from California, were in tow. I finished most of a pitcher of beer before I went up. That doesn't work for everybody, but it did for me, and I killed. This isn't to say it was any good, but it's common in stand-up for comics to do well their first time and then eat shit for months or years afterwards. Your first time, you have the comics to play to, and comics are a good portion of an open-mic audience. Comics are generally supportive of each other and usually root hard for first-timers. Once they've already heard it, though, you're dead. So as much as I hate the cliche, comedy is like a drug in that you're always chasing that initial high, which is never as good. Also, like a drug, it will eventually wear you down and ruin you. It will destroy (laughs) relationships and make you drift away from old friends in favor of new friends who do your comedy drug, still chasing the dragon. After a time, you don't even enjoy the drug anymore, but keep doing it out of habit. It's all you know. It's also a gateway drug that, if you stick with it long enough, might lead you to harder drugs like television. (laughs) You can see how deep you've fallen into the abyss. You want to go back to who you were, but it's too late. The withdrawal back into a 40-hour work week would be too much to bear. Then you get shunned from circles when you get too sloppy at your drug and they have no more use for you. Open mic Tuesday. Go ahead. Sign yourself up. (laughs) 1990 was still at the tail end of the 80s comedy boom, and there was plenty of bars to do open mic. After my first night's success, local open micers put me up everywhere. 
I did six shows at different bars in my second week of comedy. I had no idea that I sucked. Like growing up, you don't realize how stupid you were until years later. Besides, everyone else sucked as much or worse than I did, so it was all relative. I'm sure a lot of the problem was that I'd work out all my material with Mother, and she'd laugh at everything. Even <laughs> on her deathbed, she'd bring up old bits from my open mic days like naked baby pictures. Most were truly embarrassing, but she'd repeat them as though they were comedy classics. Remember that bit about the used car salesman working the drive-thru? Do you want fries with that? What's holding you back from the fries? What's it going to take to put you into these fries today? Please, Ma, let it go. I hit comedy with the same timing I'd hit the phone rooms at the end of the boom. I wasn't concerned. I never had eyes on making a living doing comedy. It was something to do just to see if I could pull it off, and in a pretty short time, I was a big log in the small toilet of Las Vegas open mic comedy. Drinks were always free, and that was usually all you got. My first paying gig in town landed me a whopping $10. But that was a landmark night because getting paid any amount made me, technically, a professional. <laughs> I can now in good conscience say I was a traveling, formerly homeless, experienced male prostitute, con artist turned drug smuggling mountain man, and a formerly recovered, then active alcoholic prone to interracial, transgender sexual interludes. <laughs> I was keen on not being full of shit, if only technically. And I was quick to denounce myself on the technicalities once the joke was told, unlike serious bullshit comedians I know today. But that night I became a professional comedian. That fact I didn't consider a mere formality. It was real to me. I called my brother to tell him I'd officially turned pro in comedy. He asked if that meant if I no longer have to wear the oversized gloves and the protective headgear anymore. He's a funny <laughs> cunt too. I called mother to tell her about my new status. I couldn't have done it without her. And then there's a part where his uh, then girlfriend beats the shit out of him. If you'd like me to, <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I'd like yeah. To. Do you want to go on from that? Why, why okay. not? Leave on a positive note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Leave it on a high. Comedy was also getting me the eye from the ladies here and again. The same kind of gals you can score doing really good karaoke. Things with Pandora were already strained, and the new female attention I was getting didn't help. It came to a head the night of the Tower Group Company Christmas party. Somewhere in the night, I'd lost the keys to Pandora's car, and we had to get a ride home from another employee. Back at the apartment, she went into a full-blown rage. We ended up nose-to-nose, -nose screaming, when she cocked back and punched me straight in the mouth. Never tell a woman that you'd never hit a woman. They'll store that knowledge. <laughs> I dated her. I dared her to do it again under threat of retaliation, and she didn't hesitate. She kept punching me in the head, really not my weak point, especially when I'm full of alcohol, until I could restrain her push her out the door, and lock it. I waited a couple minutes for her to calm down. It was December, and it was cold out. Once she assured me she was done, I opened the door just far enough for her to barrel through the rest of the way and resume punching me in the head. <laughs> then, she went, then she went after my stuff, throwing things out onto the street one at a time. A toaster, a notebook, a pile of clothes. I called the police. When the cop showed up, he walked in to assess the situation, and Pandora yelled, He tried to kill me! Yet another reason my go-to charity is the Innocence Project, pro bono lawyers and students fighting for the wrongly accused. I told the 911 operator that I just wanted to get my belongings out without violence, and I told the cop the same thing. He stood there trying to calm her down while I humped armloads of shit into my car. I'm still wearing a tuxedo from the party with blood dripping from my split lips. Other than that, officer, it was a pretty good party. <laughs> this, 
This got a laugh, and it set Pandora over the top, whipping an unopened beer can at me right in front of the cop. Her, he tried to kill me ruse was sunk. I got my shit and got the fuck out forever. I found Ron Putnam in some of the local comics at a bar while the blood was still fresh. Most people will never know the beauty of the ball busting and laughs you can get out of being the victim of domestic violence. Most people will never be comedians. <laughs> that was that was actually, that's I, it's actually a lot uh, more of a high note than I thought it would be. That was <laughs> that's fantastic. A lot of people so, don't yeah. get how funny domestic violence can be. I love that the really cop can. laughed at his joke and it pissed her off all over again <laughs> to throw a, a full beer at him with the cop present. Yeah. <laughs> it probably uh, only the classiest of ladies. <laughs> only uh, the classiest of ladies. For that's that's great. That's great. You want to wrap? You want to wrap it up? That is though a lot how stand up starts. Like, like mm. your first one is always so good, and then <laughs> and then afterwards after that, you're like, how do I do it again? Yeah. How do I get to be able to do that again? And, and uh, it sometimes it doesn't work. I performed to five people last week, and uh, you you get like, yeah. <laughs> 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 You're like, is that the heater turning on, or is that? Oh, that was someone laughing. That okay. was someone laughing. Okay. Great. That was one person laughing. Thank you, sir, for acknowledging my existence. I, I, I'm but glad yeah, I can it's... genuinely amuse you. <laughs> God. Yeah, it sucks. Go do it, guys. Go do live comedy. It's fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, did you want to do the rec room or do you want to do the outro? Or you just want to get the fuck out of here? Let's, uh, yeah, let's just wrap it up with rec room. Do we have anything to recommend? Oh, I didn't have anything to recommend. I was just asking if you wanted to do it. Oh, <laughs> I don't have anything to recommend either. <laughs> Honestly, I was going awesome. to try to pull something out of my ass. I recommend stand up. <laughs> you recommend stand up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you haven't done a stand-up in San Francisco, the Portal District, that is an excellent place. It's worth the drive out there because uh, even if you suck, they let you drink free there if you're a comic. Awesome. So it's a good place to go. That's a good recommendation, sir. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. I have have nothing of note uh, this Friday. I'm pretty sure there's still tickets available for the Doug Stanhope show. He has one at San Jose and Rohnert Park. We're going to the Rohnert Park one on Friday. Uh... Definitely go if you can. Literally the day this will come out, it'll be the next day. Uh, <laughs> so hopefully there'll still be tickets available. But yeah. Cool. And that was it. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this has been Talk Good. Uh, this is a notanothercritic.com podcast where we talk good about video games, music, movies, all the other random bullshit that pops up into our head, really. Just all that good good sweet sweet good words coming out of our mouths you can follow us on twitter we're at talk goodcast uh facebook is facebook.com slash not another critic you can go to notanothercritic.com each and every thursday to listen to this podcast we're also on itunes stitcher pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts google play for example I'm Corey Faust. You can find me on Twitter at Forykaust. Brandon is at Hello Mr. Door. And Scott, I don't think, has a Twitter. Probably not. I don't know. He's passed out on the couch right now because I'm doing this in post. Probably should have asked him that first. Thank you again for listening to this episode. We really appreciate it. Let us know what you think. Like, share, subscribe, the usual. Um, send us some feedback through email. Contact at notanothercritic.com. Um, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Give us some suggestions. Let us know if you hate it. Let us know if you love it. And with that, 
Thank you for listening and talk good. Good.